0: Welcome to Getting Personal with Plant Medicine. I'm your host, Diana Crash, and today I am joined by Julianne Bryson, aka Juliana, <laughs> um, and Diane Scott of Treatables. How are you both doing today?
1: Great. Thank you. Fabulous. How are you?
0: <laughs> so we're just going to get right into it, um, and you both can take turns giving me your answers. Yeah. Um, so, you both have been working tirelessly to educate the general public about CBD and animals, not just dogs, but like pretty much every animal that I've, I've seen a lot come out of your social media, that's for sure. And I learn a lot. Um, so, tell me how you began this journey with treatables.
2: Well, we started a, the parent company, Auntie Dolores, which was a cannabis edibles company for humans back in 2008. Had a lot of success with that and then became with familiar with uh, CBD around 2010. And that's when I started thinking, man, this would probably be great for animals since it's not psychoactive. So let's let's play around with that. So we really, um, you know, did a little R&D on CBD and pet care for like two years. Launched Treatables in 2013. And we were actually the first movers in that space. Um, had a lot of resources. just at our fingertips coming from a cannabis company and, um, you know, eventually switched over from using cannabis to extract the CBD to using hemp so that we could really uh, dial in the perfect formulation for pets, which is, you know, a full spectrum CBD product with very, very minimal amount of THC. Mm. Um, well below the legal limit of 0.3%. So that's really how it all started and in a nutshell. We it's like an offshoot of our cannabis company. It's it became more specifically a hemp CBD company for pets. And as you said, we, we do help, you know, cats and dogs and horses, but we also help many other animals as well. All animals have endocannabinoid receptors, so really any animal could could benefit from CBD.
1: Yeah, and, and for me, so 10 years ago, I had, my husband and I adopted a pit bull mix um, at one years old, and then three years later, when he was four, he died of lymphoma, and that was just like, it was my first dog as an adult, um, I didn't even know what lymphoma was at that point, you know, and a four-year-old dog, so it was my first real experience with, with something like that, and realizing that something was seriously wrong, maybe with the food, or like, God knows what, a four-year-old dog die of cancer. So I, I did a, a deep dive, and I say deep dive because I didn't know what the hell I was doing back um, then. And I learned about CBD and my two dogs now and our four cats. Um, because of Hurley dying so young, I've just become um, avid in, in working with brands and finding um, natural solutions. And I had worked with a CBD company briefly before, but I really didn't get it. I didn't understand how it works, didn't understand how it works. And um, then... I had Julianne on my podcast called The Dog Jeopardy Show. And just in that maybe 45 minutes hour of talking with her, I was like, I just learned more about CBD and why it's so incredible for not only us humans, but our animals than I have in my entire life. She just explained it so well. She was so, she's so knowledgeable. And then shortly after that, I joined the team.
0: Wow. And that's
1: how it all started for me.
0: That's amazing. And you mentioned, you know, 2008 and, your original brand and it just made me go back in time to when you were one of our first guests on Your Highness podcast and truly you're one of the only people in the first two seasons that is still doing the same thing seven years later and I I do believe that's because you, you put so much into this product line and you keep it simple and focused and you listen to people and so i i just really respect that and i'm so glad that you know you're still around
2: <laughs> thank you so much that's that's so awesome to hear that let me tell you that makes me feel all warm and fuzzy inside right?
0: <laughs>
1: and uh no, it's so true you see all these like being being on instagram and having my brand at hill two Pities. i see all these cbd companies and they'll reach out to me and then I, I kind of watch over the years, watch, they just disappear. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they, I don't know what it is. They just don't have, they don't have the ingredients that Jillian has as far as like the knowledge and like just, yeah, it's just these people, they don't, they don't last.
0: No. And and I think it's because they try to add too many products to the arsenal, you know, it's it's too much. And, and also, you have such a focus on helping the community. And the community, I mean, the, the people you're trying to help, meaning not people, animals. You're trying to help animals. That's your focus. And so to that point, uh, let's talk about rescues and the intersection of treatables and animal, animal rescues. Um, how did that play a part into the creation of this company? And how does it continue to play a part?
2: Yeah, that's a great question, Diana. I mean, the reality is that rescue pets are obviously the most vulnerable, and they are the prime candidate for CBD, you know, regimen in their in their lives because, you know, I mean, I could just name four or five things right off the bat. You know, you've got a lot of anxiety with rescue pets. Uh, CBD is incredible for all types of anxiety with pet care. Um, you know, you got a lot of elderly. Yeah, animals that are in shelters have been rescues forever, still waiting to be adopted. A lot of them have all these other health problems, which actually keeps them from being adopted, which is very sad. Um, we really love to work with rescues because not only do we want to get all the animals in their organization on a CBD product to help them, but also to take that same, um, you know, that same philosophy and, and educate the adoptive parent too so that when that parent brings home that new pet that they're continuing that care because i mean cbd is phenomenal for anything that's going to cause anxiety in a pet and anytime a rescue pet is adopted into a new home there's that transition there's a lot of anxiety there so much and then- trauma Yeah, and then you've got that new parent that has to go to work. So now you've got separation anxiety that they may not have had before when they were at the rescue, right? So that's another reason. And then you've got the other health problems, like maybe some of these pets have arthritis already and no one's ever treated it, or it was treated with pharmaceutical meds at the rescue, but now that adoptive parent has an opportunity to treat it more holistically with CBD. So there's just this whole myriad of reasons to give these products to rescue pets. And so we kind of caught on to that early on and we've worked with hundreds and hundreds of rescues across the country. We provide our product at a discount. We do a lot of um, promoting of these different organizations through our social media channels. We've even done some co-branded products, um, for instance, with, uh, you know, Lobos Rescue Center. We've got a co-branded product with them that creates a donation every time uh, people purchase that product. We send the wow. dollar back to Villalobos. So there's lots of lots of partnerships that that we maintain with these different organizations, again, because it's like the best population of animals to make sure, you know, benefit from our products.
0: Yes. I mean, not sorry. I know you're going to add to it, No, she, Diane. she,
1: she covered it.
2: She yeah, covered it. That's I, all I just, was going to say. <laughs> I, I, I don't
0: think people who aren't in the business of rescuing animals realize how traumatic it is for them. I actually heard on the news recently in Maryland, there was over 500 dogs being returned to the rescues within like the last few months. And it's because so many people during the pandemic rescued or adopted an animal and they weren't really ready for the long term. Yep. Of it all, and especially with cats. I mean, I think dogs are a little bit more adaptable, but when it comes to cats, it really, um, it really impacts their longevity and their just quality of life when they're rehomed. Every time they're rehomed, it takes years off of their life. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I know that you talk about this a lot, but can you? Tell us how CBD can impact a dog's personality.
2: Mm -hmm. That's another good question. And it's, it's kind of where there's a little bit of confusion, I think, just in general, because the thing about our dog's personality, you know, when a dog has like high anxiety, for instance, a lot of times, you know, people are like thinking, oh, my dog is just naturally Really hyper and anxious all the time. So I don't see why yeah. this would work. But then they give the product to that animal and they see a calming of their behavior and they're like, oh, maybe this is my animal's true personality. And it was like kind of masked in this like constant neurosis that goes on with this little chihuahua that's just constantly chasing its tail, you know, like just. One of the first, um, one of the first testimonials that we got years and years ago was a situation like that, where the the pet owners had this little Chihuahua that had a lot of health problems, lots of anxiety, was chasing his tail all day long, and they just thought that was how this animal is. Like they literally was, that dog was like that for so many years that they never thought it was an issue. That they got so used to it. Then they gave this animal our product. And the first thing that happened was he stopped chasing his tail around all day for the first time in years. And they were like, oh, so this is what my dog's true personality is. So when it comes to like anything related to anxiety and fear and that neuroses, you're going to see what look like personality changes after they have the product. Now, on the flip side of that, you've also got situations where CBD may not change that feature like if an animal has major aggression you know in some cases if that aggression is based in fear and anxiety then that the cbd product is going to help it but in some cases you just have this aggressive dog that that could be considered a personality trait but it's not necessarily going to be touched by cbd because that dog needs some training right Mm -hmm. now now here's another great benefit of cbd when you have to go and do training with your dog Give the dog CBD before the training because it's going to calm their whole system down and make them more receptive to that learning process of training. So, again, you've got another reason to give CBD to this pet, but don't expect that you've got this aggressive dog, you give them CBD and they're just going to stop being aggressive. That type of dog we really think needs some training. Go ahead, Diane. I know you have stuff to add here.
1: No, this is great. I was just exactly what you just said. Um, We actually had to say goodbye to another dog a few weeks ago. He was almost eight, um, but he was reactive. And I had been working with him for years, group training, everyday walks, everyday training. And then I put him on CBD about a year ago when I started working for Treatables. And again, like Juliana said, Julianne said, sorry, um, you know, there's not this like, oh, oh, he's fixed, you know, because he had underlying behavioral.
0: Mind Much like with issues. adult with people, right? With humans, you can't yes. just take the dropper yes. or the gummy and you're a yeah. new person.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like you got to go to therapy, you got to go to the gym, whatever the problem is. But there, I noticed a huge difference in his focus. And honestly, I loved. You know, we had a whole web series called Neighborhood Watch. We'd look out the window and react to things. Like I love that part of his personality. Oh, but yeah. I was, I was main- yeah, I was able to maintain. Yeah, was able to to manage it more. Um, another great thing, which is not relating to personality, but he was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis about six months ago. He could not walk. Mm. Um, I mean, I have videos that it. it was it was terrifying. He, I, he was walking around like all four of his legs, couldn't run, couldn't even. You touched his back and he would scream. And I, I probably tripled his CBD dosage. Back, back to normal. Wow. No, it didn't show up again.
0: That is. Incredible. I mean, it was, it was
1: great. That's why I go through all my products. I have to um, I actually just got my, I got some just like right before we started our, um, our interview, um, which was really great. Cause we have a new rescue who is now going to be on treatables for the rest of his life. Yeah. There's just so many, there's so many great benefits. And I love treatables cause we focus on educating our audiences and our customers. Cause you need to know what it, what it does.
0: Absolutely. And I mean, I know it doesn't change the personality right away, but it definitely does change some things quickly. Like with my dog, he's a nervous scratcher. You know, he mm. likes to scratch to get attention to like if he's not happy, he scratches. That's like how he because mm. he gets my attention that way, you know, but I put the cream on his ear and I. I was like, wow, I went a whole day without having to say stop it
2: if I, every five minutes. Wow. And it
0: was wild. I, I've never had that really with him. I mean the I've tried even with the the chew is the chew is <laughs> well the chew is no uh, the chews <laughs> like they calm him down, but the cream like I've never seen nothing has ever made him completely stop scratching. Like even So you if,
2: just put it on the ear or did I you put, it put it in on- the ear, yeah. Okay, good. That's an awesome testimonial. Yeah, because he doesn't
0: have like a certain spot. He's just like I said, it's like an attention thing. He does it like I'm mad, you know, and (laughs) and if you respond, he does it more unless you do what he wants you to do. So it's like
1: um, (laughs) awesome. I love the the transdermal cream is, is put it on my feet at night, put it on the dog's ears. It's just instant absorption.
0: Yeah. Well, speaking to that. Um. Uh, so how how do you come up with your formulations, and how is it different between cats and dogs?
2: Yeah. Well, with the cream, like with that product, we had another uh, topical cream that was the one we had for many years before we released that new one that you're talking about, and and the old one we really loved too. But the biggest complaint we had was it didn't have as quick of an absorption. So what would happen is you'd put it on your pet, and in many cases, if the pet could reach the spot that we put it on with their mouth, they would go and lick it off because they love the taste of it. I mean, anytime I pull open a cream product, I don't know about if you guys have this too, but any of my dogs, if they've seen something white and creamy, they want to eat it right away. They don't even care (laughs) what's in it. They're just like, "Ah, it looks great. I have to have it in my mouth. And so that was frustrating. We couldn't get the product to absorb fast enough. So with this formulation, we made sure that our manufacturer, when we were going through the R&D process, we really wanted something that was going to have very fast absorption. So that's, that was the main difference. It's also very potent. You get a thousand milligrams in that small tube. So, I mean, you might've noticed this. I mean, you just take a little pea size drop and it will spread like a big area. It's, it's, it's like a dab will do you literally. Mm -hmm. So really love that product. Now, the reason why we love that for cats is because a lot of cats are very picky when it comes to ingesting, you know, a treat or an oil or whatever. So a lot of times, if, we've, if we're trying to give one of our soft chewables to a, a cat and they just are too picky and they don't like it, then we will always tell our customers, try the cream. And as, as you did it, you put it on the animal's ear. They can't reach it with their tongue to lick it off. It absorbs into their system because of the receptors in the ear. And then it has those amazing general benefits, not just the local benefits, right? So that's, that's one of the main things. And then to answer the question about just different formulations for cats and dogs, when it comes to CBD products, you know, as I mentioned before we started recording, we don't throw a lot of extra active ingredients in there because we feel like CBD does everything we want it to do. And it's, it's an expensive ingredient already. So to keep the cost of the product down, We really focus on CBD as the main active ingredient, but the other ingredients that are in our product are really meant to, um, you know, spark some interest with our pets so that they like to take the product, especially if you have to give it to your pet every three, four hours, you want them to enjoy the flavor. So we focus a lot of our product development on texture and flavors that we know that many different dogs and cats are going to like. And that's kind of the concept behind the treatables line because... Every product that we make has the same active ingredient in it. It's just there's different potency products and there's different flavors and textures really to address all the different pets that that are out there, their different preferences, their different potency needs and and all of those factors.
0: So if a dog got into the cat treats, for instance, like and start and just ate them, you know how dogs can do things like that sometimes they'd be
2: fine, (laughs) right? Absolutely. in fact we've got you know a lot of cat treats here right now so I give them to my dogs all the time because you know why not they love like the you know surf and turf flavor and all that now I can't get the cats to eat the dog products but the dogs <laughs> eat the cat products all day long you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah my cat
1: my dogs love the cat it's like it's like my dogs know that they're for the cats so they 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 like are way they're more interested but um I was I was gonna add what was I going to add? Oh, um, so for Pugsley, my dog who just passed away, who was reactive. Um, I don't think we mentioned this, but but the dosing is going to be different for each of your pet depending on their needs. You know, if, if they have a lot of health problems, high anxiety, Pugsley needed a lot of CBD. My other dog, Wednesday, needed barely anything, a little tiny bit. She's acting like a puppy every day. So you just kind of have to understand your dog, kind of play around with the dosage, um, and then... Of course, the same thing for cats.
2: Yeah, and you really can't overdose a pet on a CBD product. So it's a lot of times we have to really comfort the pet parent by saying, don't worry about giving too much because the worst thing that's going to happen if you were to give too much to your pet is they're going to have an awesome long nap. Yeah, (laughs) And they might maybe, maybe, maybe pee on themselves because they've gotten so relaxed and lost a little bit of control. But other than that, like, that's the worst that's going to happen. So, you know, you've got this really wide, safe dosage range with CBD products. And so, you know, we always tell people, if you give your pet a CBD product and you're not seeing the results you're after, then. If it's not a treatables product, then switch to treatables. (laughs) And and if you're still not seeing the results, give more. You can always give more. Mm -hmm. And as Diane said, you know, you might have two big dogs at home. One of them only requires one or two milligrams for each dose. And then your other one is requiring 10 or 20 milligrams. You really don't know until you start giving it to them to see how they're responding so that you can sort of earmark what potency did work for that particular pet. And then that's the one you repeat.
0: I wonder then if it's more about like you're saying the needs, and I'm so I'm thinking if you have the treats that are for the big dog and you don't have them for the small dog, but the small dog has a lot of anxiety or pain issues, then would it be it would be okay probably to give them the absolutely? Bigger
2: yep. And this is where the labeling requirements often conflict with the actual. Dosage information. I mean, we have to, you know, by law, especially because we're NASC sealed, we have to basically, the dosage is according to weight and all of that. But the reality is, you could have a small chihuahua that's less than 10 pounds that needs like 40 or 50 milligrams, you know, (laughs) and then you got like a big lab that's 80 pounds that might respond to five milligrams. So we don't really like having to base dosage on the weight of the animal because when it comes to CBD, it really has nothing to do with that. It's just a requirement that we have to label the products like that. If we didn't have that requirement, you know what our packaging would actually say? It would say, give whatever your pet needs play around with it. You're not going to kill your pet. Okay. Don't worry. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. If we could say that and get away with it, but uh, that's not how the FDA wants us to roll. So that's good to
0: know because I think one of my cats definitely needs way more than the other
2: one.
0: (laughs) Yep. So usually works like that. You touched on it a little bit, but are there any other plant medicines that you give your pets, and are you a proponent for them? Like, why do you keep it strictly CBD with treatables? Basically? Yeah, that wasn't really a great question. It was like it was like a sentence with a
2: question mark at the end of it. But <laughs> uh, it's a good point because you know we are obviously we are big time uh, lovers of plant medicine. At the same time, we're just amazed at how much spectrum CBD does for pets. So we don't feel the need to add a bunch of other expensive plant medicine ingredients that are only going to drive up the price. Also, you know, there's a lot of products out there that have mushrooms or they have other active ingredients. Well, it's kind of hard to tell what's working for your pet when you throw all these active ingredients in. So we really focus on CBD. A lot of our products have turmeric. We love turmeric, which is, you know, comes from a plant. Curcumin is the active ingredient in turmeric. It's great for inflammation. So it's one of the other active ingredients that we're really big on. But generally speaking, CBD just does so much for our pets already. It's truly holistic in that no matter what you're giving it to your pet for, you could be giving the same product to like 10 pets at home, but they're all going to experience different benefits from it because that's how wide-ranging full-spectrum CBD actually is, you know. And and that's why we really love it. But I mean, we're not uh, opposed to other plant medicine, of course. We just think CBD does such a great job of for everything that why, why throw all this other stuff in there that's just going to drive up the price of the product.
0: Do you, um, you don't have to answer this, by the way, I'm just throwing this out there. Do you think there is a big difference between the full spectrum CBD when it comes to the animals as opposed to an isolate?
2: I do. And there's actually studies that support that as well. And what it is, is it's just like any other cannabis product, cannabis or hemp product. People and pets are going to respond better to something that has more cannabinoids in it. Because, you know, we have all these different receptors in our bodies, just like our pets do. And, you know, just like a person who's in, consuming a full spectrum cannabis product, they're going to gain more benefits because all those cannabinoids in that product have different benefits. Um, when you're looking at a, a CBD isolate product for pets, there's a few issues with that that we are sort of keen on staying away from. The first one, which I already mentioned, is a, a CBD only product, meaning it's only got CBD, doesn't have CBN or CBG or any of these other minor cannabinoids, well, it's going to have limited efficacy to begin with, right? The second thing that's that's sort of problematic for us is a lot of the CBD um, isolate that's used in products these days is coming from China. And Mm -hmm. anything, unfortunately, that's hemp-derived that's coming from China is also loaded with heavy metals. So Mm -hmm. it's like there's all these reasons to stay away from it altogether because we don't want contaminated CBD to enter our product. That's why we're really keen on only um, using the extracted oil from our cultivation partners because we know exactly how they're growing these plants from start to finish. We know how it's being extracted. We know that they're taking everything out of that plant, meaning the CBD and all the other minor cannabinoids, and we can verify that there's no heavy metals in there, um, and we can stand behind that product. That's just not the case with a isolate product. Uh, if we were to go and purchase CBD isolate, um, I would have a hard time getting my hands on anything that wasn't from China at this point. And if I did find something that was cultivated in the U.S., I would put it through major Testing to make sure that there was no heavy metals in there at all.
0: Hmm. So that's a really good answer. So <laughs> I've learned a lot just in the last few minutes. So <laughs> how can people support you, and where can they find you, both?
2: Well, we're all over social media, and I'll let Diane speak to this because she's our amazing uh, social media <laughs> manager, and just does does that's why we hired her because she's so awesome but that's really how we connect. I think first and foremost with our customer base, but, you know, just getting on our email list is a great thing to do too, because we really do send out and not, we don't send out a ton of emails, but when we do, we always make sure it's impactful information and it's informative. So a lot of people will tell us, Hey, love being on your mailing list, because not only do I get all the killer deals because we have sales Mm -hmm. often, but I just learned so much stuff that I didn't know about before and how to, how to manage just pet care in this world where there's so much information flying around and it's hard to know like what's true and what's not. And so we, we kind of really focus on some great topics and stuff. So that's the best way is follow us on all the social media channels and then become a a, a treat a pal basically, which is basically um, add your name and email to our email list so that you get these emails and um, have access to our website and all the awesome content that's on there.
1: Yeah, and, and the social media, uh, treatables, at treatables on everywhere. Um, and like I said, what I love about working with these guys is that, like, we're, we come together to brainstorm how to create content to help people understand. And I like, I love being a part of this because I didn't understand. It. So I'm able to share my journey through my videos with all my pets um, and uh, just kind of share what I've learned, how it works, the effects that I've seen. And we keep it real. You know, we're not we're not lying to you. So you're going to buy a product like we're it's, it's real experiences that we're showing um, and sharing with you guys. And yeah, so follow us all over social media and we'll be here to answer questions and um, hopefully make you laugh. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> She's good at that part. <laughs> yes, you are. You're hilarious over social media. Uh, well, thank you so much for joining me today. And please come back anytime.
1: Thanks, Diana. Thanks for having us.
0: This episode was produced by Your Highness Media, audio editing done by James Crash, and sponsored by MitraGaya.com. Be sure to subscribe and rate our podcast if you haven't yet. And subscribe to our Your Highness Media newsletter on Substack for everything new going on in the Your Highness Media world.